Hey y'all, it's Amber and Amelia with Homegrown Faith. We are here to share how we navigate real life with Jesus through the good, the bad, and the yuck. One thing for certain is that in every situation, His grace prevails. Everyone has a seat at our table, so pull up a chair and see how the Holy Spirit speaks to you this week. Whether you're new to your faith or a seasoned backyard Baptist, we've got you covered. We are so glad you're here for this week's episode and we hope it impacts your walk with Jesus in a positive way. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back to Homegrown Faith. We are so glad that you've joined us. Today, we are talking about a super exciting topic, and it is all about knowing your worth. Which is so important. Oh my gosh, right? I feel like a lot of us struggle with that. And so it's, you know, it's not what we say about ourselves or what others say, but it's what God says we are. So um, with that being said, Amelia, I'm going to put you on the spot. (laughs) I'm good for it. (laughs) What's one thing you've thought about yourself that was probably the furthest reflection of what God says you are? Hmm. Well, I will say, gosh, I could probably say a million things, right? (laughs) Right. Like I'm always criticizing myself. But um, honestly, for me, I used to feel like that I captured my focus on being worthy, like for other people, Um, you know, what they thought about me, whether it be my physical appearance, if I wasn't looking like somebody I saw on social media, because, you know, we always compare ourselves to that. Right. Um. So, you know, when I, I wasn't at that rate or somebody in the same age or a mom, I just felt like I wasn't worthy or good enough. Um, you know, if somebody didn't like me or some sort of issue with something with me, you know, I really struggled because I've always been a people pleaser and I work really hard to ensure that, you know, I admit my faults and try to just be on good grace with everybody. So if I felt any, you know, zigzag with that, if that wasn't really how it was, I just really felt like I didn't have much worth and, you know, it exhausts me. Right. Um, and guess what? It always came back in a matter of time, <laughs> even if I tried to fix it and then it would happen again because yep. I was seeking worth, uh, you know, in the wrong areas. In other areas besides yeah. God. Yep. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, the thing about knowing your worth um, that I've learned is that the Bible literally tells us all who we are in Christ. Um, And a lot of the times it directly contradicts what we personally think about ourselves or what the world tells us about Mm -hmm. ourselves. So today we're going to elaborate on what God says we are and not what we tell ourselves or what we think others think of us. Agreed. And, you know, too often we try to find our worth when other within other people you know, we care about, um, or just in general with other people that are in our community yeah. and we really need to refocus it and find it within Christ. Just like you just said, because he's the only one that's going to give us the internal value and he's the only one we need to be focused on and listening to. I love that. Yes, that's so true. You know, Proverbs 31, 25, 26 tells us she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. We have all heard that being a Proverbs 31 woman yes. is something we should all strive to be. Yep. 
Um, and you know, newsflash, it's, it's hard to do mm-hmm. when we aren't in the word, listening to the very things God is telling us we are, we are clothed with his strength. That is what that Bible verse tells us. Yeah. We speak wisdom, wisdom that he will give us. We have a sense of humor y'all in every single one of us. <laughs> Those are things God has told us in the Bible. And these are things he freely gives to us. Yeah. And you know, Amber, I just want to break it down too, because you know, not until later in my faith journey did I ever even hear about being like a Proverbs yeah. 31 woman. So, you know, in case we have anybody on here that it's newer to your faith or maybe you've never heard that before, um, you know, I just really think it's super important to really kind of break it down and understand what that is. So, you know, this verse says strength and honor or dignity um, are her clothing. So this is obviously not talking about are, you know, your clothes from Walmart or Hollister. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is in fact saying that the Proverbs woman, she's actually willing to distribute and sell the linen garments that she makes, that she has. And it shows that her first priority isn't what's in her closet, right? It's actually uh, what she wears and it's that character. And really what she's displaying is it's her character is more of an outward display than actually her clothing. So when we're clothed in it, right, it's right. our character and how we're, how we're navigating. Um, and so, you know, I think about it, like how many of us can look back and see, like we've been so worried about what we're wearing, what brand, oh my gosh, and what, yes. who and what is going to think of us, you know. And when doing that, like think to yourself, like, Am I serving somebody else because I'm worried about where my shirt's from? Right. Right. So it's really being able to change that mindset. And, you know, really when it comes to character, when you do have the correct mindset and you're clothed with dignity, you know, truly you're the best dressed, right? Oh, 100%. American Eagle could never. Right. (laughs) I don't think I've ever even fit in Hollister, but neither could Hollister. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, you'll rejoice and not only in the present day, but in time to come. Um, You spoke on that verse. She opens her mouth with wisdom. So this description is of inner life, right, that we continue from the previous verse. So it's often described um, in the book of Proverbs. But it's really talking about being uh, wise with your speech and your words. You know, show the law of kindness. Like how often our words can hurt other people. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes more than like. a a physical action absolutely absolutely and you know we have to be really deliberate in that because as it says she opens her mouth uh we have to make sure that the words on our tongue are marked by that wisdom right that we're you know my mom always said you know careful what you say right you can't take it back take it back so really being mindful of the kindness that you show the words of wisdom that you speak And, you know, it's really important that we pay attention to how we speak and what we speak. And it's just because, like I said, you can't take back what you say, but truly God hears us and we can't try to act like a Proverbs 31, but then we talk really bad about people, you know, behind their back or, you know, gossip or anything like that. So it's so, so important to understand like being clothed isn't what we're actually wearing. It's our character. Right. And you know, these words of wisdom, he gives them to us and we can freely speak nicely. Right. Um, and be that Proverbs 31 woman. But the important part is, is that we have to stay consumed in the word. And let me tell you, when I got into a hard spot trying to know my worth, I dove into the word and my goodness, God provided the confidence 
for me. And then I realized that I know I'm his and I'm so worthy. And I learned to stop worrying about all these earthly things that I can't control. I stopped worrying about being like everybody else or being liked by everybody. And as a Christian, I'm proud to be able to say in that case that I am different. I love that. I mean, I think that that that's like, oh gosh, a perfect segue for what I'm about to say. But, you know, you said that God provided you the confidence knowing that you are his and you are worthy. And the Bible tells us in John 1 12 that we are children of God. Yes. And we are his. What is our worth if we do not know that we are children of God? Everything we equate worth to on this earth pales in comparison to knowing that we are children of God. Right. You know, we were made in his image. God doesn't make a nobody. The world will tell you that you aren't worthy if you don't have status, if you don't have money, right? or you don't have material things. Like the world's going to tell you that you aren't good enough if you don't have a degree or a spouse or a big house to fill with a bunch of stuff. But God tells us that we are his just by accepting Christ. And how amazing is that, right? You know, and so often I think I think really social media is the worst thing that has happened because oh, yeah. everything's in your face and everything yeah. looks perfect on the outside. But, you know, to really be able to think about your inner peace, right. that's where you know you're winning and you're, you know, you're fulfilled. I'll, I keep saying like, man, my cup's filled, right? right. Like it's because of my internal peace and right. worth that I have, not what I'm competing or I don't have what everybody else has. Exactly. And I mean, have, you know, just like kind of circling back on the social media thing, like, y'all, the majority of stuff out there on the internet, it's fake. Fake news. <laughs> it's fake, y'all. <laughs> like, took me a long time to realize yeah. that. But, you know, um, God created this upside down mm-hmm. kingdom. You know, he chose like the lowly and oppressed first and all of all of the people society said weren't worthy of anything at all received it all through Jesus Christ. Yes. And so like your worth is not defined by the people of this world and nope. your worth on this earth truly does not mean anything in the eyes of the Lord. You know, that big fancy house that you've got like it it means nothing, right. honestly. <laughs> you know, like I think about the thief on the cross all the time. Oh my gosh. You know? I, I, that is like the best thing. It's to my talk favorite about. story. Like he had lived a life of like complete debauchery and sin. Yet in the final hour, he told Jesus to remember him. And because of his belief, Jesus told him today, you'll be with me in paradise. And I just want to emphasize on that because, you know, we talked in previous episodes that God's going to meet you where you're at. Yep. And here he is on death row next to him. Right. And that's when he, you know, gave his life and believed. And there he went to heaven. I mean, it's so it's so important to see that just in the Bible, we can read and understand that you don't have to have this perfect life. No, you can start right now, no matter when. Right. It doesn't, you know, there's no like timeline on it. And, you know, like that's the thing about the thief on the cross, like based on everyone else's world view of him up until that point, like that thief was considered unworthy Mm -hmm. of every single thing, but death. They didn't value him. He probably didn't value himself, right? you know, but he believed in Jesus. And so your worth is based on whether or not you believe in Christ. God has given us so many verses in the Bible that 
confirm who we are in Christ. And that is what we should be clinging to in order to discover our self-worth, not not what the world tells us. Amen. I mean, and friends, you know, it's so easy to let this world or people in it make you feel unworthy, whether it's your physical appearance, you know, you mentioned your status, money, job title, a house. But this is why community is so important because surrounding yourself by, you know, godly, like-minded people in the word, you're going to allow yourself to have true friends, but stay focused on the Lord. And then you're going to be able to remind yourself how wonderfully made you are and worthy you are that in the eyes of our savior. I love that so, so much. Like that's, that's the big thing. And it's kind of what, like, I personally feel like it's where our worth comes from is like when we stay focused on the promises of God and who he says we are in the Bible, like that's where you kind of have this shift from like, oh, this is what the world thinks of me or this is what I'm supposed to look like or act like in the world. No, this is what the Bible says I am. Yeah, you and, know. and you know, I think it's hard to, especially if you're starting your faith journey Yeah, because, you know, we worry about other people oh, yeah, and what they sure. think. And, you know, people will say, oh, well, I was a different person in high school yep. or I was a different person five years ago, a year ago. I can't, I can't start this journey because if I start being this, you know, God loving person, people are going to make fun of me or they're going to be yeah. like, oh, she's a sinner. You know, there, <laughs> I mean, there are going to be those people. Yeah. Like very candidly, Amelia and I had this exact conversation. Yeah. Like when yeah. we started this podcast, we're like, oh my gosh, what are, what are people going to say about these two girls that, right. you know, maybe they knew us when we were like 18, 19 years old and now not on the right path, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, you know, thinking about a podcast for Jesus. And here we are in our thirties and, yeah. you know, it's a complete 360. And so it's like, that's a very valid feeling that mm -hmm. we have, you know, in this world, like we, our natural instinct is to worry what other people are going to think, but I, I think that the confirmation and the confidence that Amelia was talking about earlier in, you know, your worth, it, it's like she said, it comes from God and it comes from getting in his word. First mm -hmm. um, Corinthians 3.16, this is kind of like my favorite. So it tells us that we are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in our midst. So our bodies, y'all, are temples of the Holy Spirit. Yep. We were bought at a price that Jesus paid for, and we are supposed to honor God's temple. So do you think we are honoring <laughs> God's temple when we tell ourselves that we aren't good enough? How many times have you maybe looked in the mirror and disliked what you saw looking back at you physically? Um, I know personally, I, I have been through lots of different stages in my life where I have done that exact thing. You know, and we are called to honor God's temple, to treat ourselves with respect and love, because in essence, we are his temple. What yep. we what we tell ourselves every day matters like that is no secret. You know, I've fallen victim to that mindset many times. I'm not happy with the way I look or I'm wanting more than what I've been blessed with. I used to uh, I used to want to move to a different school district in the county because I thought it offered better schooling and larger housing. Um, it was a it was a more affluent part of town and 
God has shown me over and over again why he never moved my family to that district. It wasn't at all what I told myself it was. Right. I was listening to what everyone else was saying about that district and I wanted it so bad. (laughs) I wanted it so bad. And, you know, that's the thing. If we aren't careful, everything we tell ourselves can be the complete opposite of what God tells us. You know, have you ever heard the saying, the grass isn't always greener on the other side? Yeah. I mean, and really, I believe, be careful where you stare. I Uh, think I've referenced that before even because it was in this quote. Yeah, it was a quote in a book I read and it has stuck with me Uh, because how many times we get fixated on something and we make it look so glorious and it's absolutely not at all. Yeah. And, you know, if we stare hard at something, we're going to want it. Yep. And then we're going to make ourselves believe it's a, you know, God thing. Right. And honestly, I've fallen victim to this a lot. And, you know, all all I have to tell myself is like, hey, like, where can I really serve God in this moment? You know, and for me, you know, it was, it was a job change. Um, I was in a valley at work. Yep. I was really stressed out and my family was feeling it. And I got fixated on changing jobs. And I made another job look absolutely perfect in my eyes, even though God was showing me like every single red flag. But every time I got it, I'd be like, oh, I can work around that. Yeah. Oh, I'll do this for that long. Right. Like I was so fixated, but I've learned to stop controlling my life. Right. And um, but, you know, in all seriousness, like I, I had to struggle. I had to learn. Um, because really making that change and honestly going back to where I started, you know, he took you in a circle. He did a full (laughs) circle and it, it really humbled me and it, he taught me how to be content. Yeah. You know, and that's where you were just saying too, like you want it more. You want, we're never content. We always want more. And the Bible tells us in Philippians 4, 11, I have learned in whatever circumstance I am in to be content. And for me, I'm going to be content for a long while. And then I'm like, I want that or something newer or I'm not content anymore. Right. right. Like I can get on this really good mindset and like, OK, I'm, I'm good where we're at. Right. But, you know, somebody gets a new car or this Things. and that. And you're like, man, I could really. Right. You know, after a while when th- like nothing exciting's happening. Right. right you right. start telling yourself, oh, maybe I need this or I need that, you know. Yeah. And I just think it's it's good to be graceful enough with yourself to allow yourself on these little hills. Yeah. But bring yourself down. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but I have to be honest, like I'm just so blessed and. I have really come to understand that having more is not going to be better. Um, And my real prize is like, you know, my friends is where you find your worth in your life. And for me, it's where I truly understand my worth and my purpose. Yep. And I stopped comparing to others. Like I was able to start enjoying all the things right in front of me, whether it be, you know, my family, my home, you know, our vacations. Like it doesn't have to be big and extravagant. It can just be, simple family time, you know, and my husband and I started taking, you know, a day out of the weekend. It's like only us five, our family of five is going to dinner. Now we love being with our family. Right. Right. And you know, of course my kids with their cousins, but we have to take that time to really be thankful for the small things that we have that are really so much bigger in life. And prior, I mean, I love that. Like, I think I told you when we first started this podcast journey, like we have 
family Fridays. So like fr- we can't record on Fridays because that's one of my husband's only day off. And like that is a day for the four of us. I love it. Especially with the kids like not being in school, you know. So it's like I completely get that. Like having that time and being content mm-hmm. like with your core unit at least one day a week like it's so important oh my gosh and like just the happiness right that you get from it yeah right like it's it's incredible right. so and guys, you don't even have to do anything no like that like sometimes we like veg out on the couch and like watch star wars movies right. all day or something <laughs> crazy like that you know right, right. um but like continuing on the contentment theme, like we're we're gonna stay in Philippians. So Amelia just covered Philippians four eleven, and then right on the heels of that is Philippians four thirteen, which tells us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. One of my absolute favorites. Oh, it's the best. Um, there's gonna be times where we know what it is to be in need, mm-hmm. and there will be other times where we know what it is to have plenty, and so. To me, like the ability to be content in any and every situation comes from knowing that we can do it all through Christ who gives us strength. Like we are worthy of contentment, y'all. Contentment isn't something that comes from having more. Just like Amelia said, like I know we look at it like that a lot of the times, you know, like if I just had more money, I'd be happy. If I could just get this next promotion, I would be happy. If I just had a bigger house, then I could really enjoy life. Mm -hmm. You know, if I could just lose those last 10 pounds, (laughs) then I'd have confidence. You know, like if you've ever found yourself saying those things, like I encourage you to take them to the Lord and ask for contentment. Yes. Contentment is something like we're all worthy of and it doesn't, it doesn't come from anywhere except a relationship with God, mm-hmm. I think. You know, it comes from knowing that we are equipped through Jesus to handle all things through him, like no matter the cards we've been dealt. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have said it better, Amber. And I have to say personally, like I've been in these mindsets. Yeah. And it has brought on, brought on like far more stress in my life and right. on my family because when I'm stressed, there it goes. Everybody. Yeah. Um, Everything but falls apart. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and as nice as those things can be, I have truly learned, though, like the truth behind less is more. Yep. Like, my gosh, is that not the I feel truth? like my mom used to tell me that all the yeah. time. And I never I understood it. <laughs> like in middle school, putting on makeup. She's like, oh, honey, less, less is, is more. more. <laughs> you know, and um, I don't have to have all these things to be happy and worthy, you right. know. And I did take a step back and I did take a leap of faith on a decision. And I can't tell you the amount of blessings and peace that I have in my life um, that continue to happen too. But I'm content. And I got there by praying and listening. You know, I stopped chasing these earthly things and I started chasing him. And, you know, my husband always teases me because it's like, oh, this would be really nice. And this would be, you know, and thank God for him because he really just levels me out. And he's like, no, we're good. Or, yeah. We don't. And it's like, okay, you're right. That was just like one of those wild hairs. Right. You know, it's it's truly a really great thing to be able to be content where you're at in life with what you've been given. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so many people that are less fortunate. Yeah. And it's completely out of their, their hands and they don't even know God to dive into the word. Right. For sure. I love that. Lastly, y'all, Romans 8.31 tells us that if God is for us, who can be against us? That's right. Oh, man, it's my favorite. The whole world could be against us, and it still wouldn't matter 
because we know God is for us. Yeah. And this can be really hard, like in your valley to remember. Oh, yeah. and sometimes you can get defeated because you're in the word and like, man, every time you turn around, <laughs> there's something else or someone that's there to attack you. Yeah. But you just got to get closer to God. And you know, the more the enemy wants to hurt or disappoint you, but you have to know that in your heart, if you continue to speak wisdom, which is what we just talked about, you know, in the other verse, like we said, you will conquer the enemy and those earthly things. Yeah. I mean, putting our worth in the things of this world will always leave us disappointed, I mm-hmm. feel like, you mm-hmm. know, but like when we anchor our worth in the word of the Lord, we have hope for a future we can't even begin to fathom, regardless of what it looks like here on earth. Like when you step out and you profess your faith, yes. there's absolutely going to be people and things against you. But I have found so much rest knowing that God is for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't care what people think. Right. Like if I, you know, I don't care what they think about my faith. I don't, that, that does not concern me. And I think that that is one of the steps to take to really get to know your worth is like, root your worth in God. Yeah. And I had to say, you know, just in my journey, I think I'm finally getting to the point where I'm starting to not care as much. Right. Right. It's a process. Right. It is. And so know, you know, if you're struggling with something and you know, you're not content, like it's okay. Yeah. You can be uncomfortable for a little bit, but stay in the word because God's going to give it to you. Yeah. And I'm learning that I don't need the approval of people here on this earth. Right. And as long as I know that I'm doing the right things and I'm following Christ, I know ultimately, you know, it's that full circle. It's going to come back around for good. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, all right. So I just want to close out with uh, a prayer for us. I love it when you do this. And you know, um, just, we wish you guys the best, uh, this next week. We can't wait to see you guys again at the table. Um, but if you are able to not driving, um, just close your eyes and uh, go ahead and say prayer with us. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today and just thank you for the amazing blessings that you give us each day. We're so thankful for all the things you continue to do in our lives. God, we sometimes allow ourselves to doubt and find our worth in other people or things. And Lord, I pray that you help strengthen our hearts. Help us stay focused on you and find our worth within you. God, I pray that you be with each person listening today and I hope that that you find us um, and help us with the contentment that you've given us. Lord, help us serve you and guide us, Lord, in all the areas and days of our lives to spread your word. Help us be your temple. Father, I pray that you show each person here today at the table with us that they are wonderfully made and they have a purpose here on earth. God, put your hand on each one of us and protect us and our families. Be with us this week and help us find our worth within you. And in your name, I pray. Amen. Amen, sister friend. Thank you guys so much. We can't wait for you guys to catch us next week when we talk about hurt and disappointment. Don't forget, if you aren't following us in our Facebook group or on Instagram, get over there, follow us, share it with everyone. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye, guys.